Hey, I'm Jeff Smith. And I'm Ashley Fitzsimmons from OIA. Welcome to A Genius, OIA's podcast. Where we roundtable discussion with thought-leading agents, some of the best practices and technology solutions agents are using to grow their business and compete in the modern insurance marketplace. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, We're looking forward to a robust conversation as we all um, start this year and we're all in the midst of our, our New Year's resolutions, our new goals to take on the new year. Um, we want to make sure that technology and a technology strategy and your plan around how you incorporate technology and enhance and leverage technology solutions in your agency doesn't get lost. So today with our roundtable conversation, that's what we're going to cover. Um, so we, uh, we look forward to jumping in and talking to some of Ohio's leading agents about how they um, plan for technology solutions, how they go about incorporating into their agency. So once again, um, we've got our technology roundtable and group, and we've got some other folks that are joining us. So today on the line, we've got is Jonathan Theaters out of Resource. Um, we've got Al Thomas with Wickert Insurance Agency, and Kurt Trimble um, is also with us um, from Trimble Insurance in Delaware. So in addition to those guys, you've got your OIA team here. So myself, um, Ashley Fitzsimmons, and Jason Walker, we're going to help uh, moderate and facilitate the conversation with our agent leaders. Um, and we're also going to, at times, maybe jump in and voice some uh, thoughts. But we're going to go for the next you know, 45, 50 minutes on technology strategy and planning. But in addition to the Ohio agent leaders and um, our, our, our OIA team, we've also got Ryan Hanley with us, who in this visual is showing up pretty um, decrypted, which is probably because of my copy and paste effort. So sorry about that, Ryan. We'll make sure we get it fixed before we put this out anywhere. But Ryan, uh, many of you know, is an industry veteran. He's been uh, engaged on behalf of the independent agent community um, in a number of um, in a number of roles, and he is um, going to join us today because he's just started his own agency. And um, he wrote a really interesting piece recently in LinkedIn about building your tech stack and how crazy and convoluted and overwhelming that can be. So that's what we're going to kind of tackle today. So thank you all for joining us again. Today's about planning for technology implementation, approach, execution, and strategy. So um, Jason, Ash, and I are going to tee this up with two quick slides to introduce this, and then we want the agents to talk about what they're doing. So um, we all know um, there's there are more technology solutions today than there ever have been for independent insurance agents. And knowing that, um, it can be overwhelming. It can be a ton of noise in the marketplace. And it can at times feel like if you're not investing in the latest, newest, greatest thing, um, you're falling behind. And whether that's true or not is an entirely different question. But um, it certainly there are, you know, we have on the screen here, I don't know, 25 solutions, would you say? Roughly that, yeah. yeah. So 25 solutions. And that's probably if we're if we're guessing maybe a fifth of what's really out there in the marketplace. So anything you guys want to interject in terms of the volume and the noise and the, and the overwhelming nature of what this can create? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the important things to remember throughout this entire thing is that you can't let technology determine your goals. You need to utilize technology as a resource and an aid to get to your goals. So you can't get lost in, oh, I'm going to go to a conference, I'm going to learn about all this awesome stuff, and now I'm going to change my entire strategy. You you will get lost in changing your strategy daily if you go that way. You need to set your goals and then find the right technology that's going to aid in getting you where you want to go. Yeah, and I just want to add that the previous slide was from carrier management, and then this slide demonstrates the multiplication of these providers that are out there for agents. And I think the piece that's missing is great. There are a lot of brands saying a lot of cool things, but how do you put it together in some way, shape, and form that shows you how they might all work together and benefit gaps that the agent might have within their agency? Because you probably have several solutions, and we're going to talk about that today and really interested in what you're using today and what you're trying to achieve tomorrow to fill those gaps. And these solutions can do that, but who's going to educate you on it and then be able to help vet and make those selections on your behalf? That's what we're here to do. 
So as the multiplication of InsureTech solutions to run your agency happens, we want to we want to start fresh start. It's uh, beginning of the year. What has technology planning looked like for you guys as you've mapped out the year? So you, I know you've all set business goals. I know you've set sales goals. Um, you've set process and service and efficiency goals. So you've got goals um, to run your agency and technology is a component of that. So with that, um, Al, why don't you get us started and, and share with us a little bit of your insights on on how you guys are going about, um, you know, what it looks like as you set your set your plan for the year, what it looks like in terms of infusing technology into um, your agency and looking at new solutions or in implementing new solutions. So, Al, you get us started and then we'll run through uh, the rest of the group. Yeah, so for us, um, I, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. It really starts with the business planning and starting and setting your goals. And then from there, um, trying to determine and sort through the technologies and figure out, uh, you know, which ones can impact your goal. And one of the areas that we've really been focused on this year and specifically the next year is that customer experience, um, both our existing customers and our future customers. And how do we make that a little bit more streamlined? Um, so that was identified, uh, kind of towards the tail end of last year, we went through the assessment and now we're going through the implementation, uh, process of, you know, specifically we're looking at Indio, uh, and implementing that this year and also some, some other tools, um, you know, from the front end with regards to how, uh, our prospective clients engage with us. Um, so it's really, it's, it's, you know, hand in glove with your overall business, uh, process because it can become very overwhelming with the number of solutions that are out there. Uh, it can become overwhelming when you start looking at the implementation because technology, uh, is only going to solve the problem when it's implemented and when your team's utilizing it, uh, uh, you know, to its full extent and, and they're up for the change because, uh, how many, I, I can count, uh, uh, I, I don't have enough fingers to count the number of people who I've worked with in the past or watched who've just gone out and bought technology and think if they, they buy it and put it in the corner, it's going to, you know, drastically change the organization. It won't, you know, it requires change by the individuals and by the organization as a whole. Hey, Al, thank you for that feedback. And this is Jason. Just wondering if you can follow up the selection of Indio and not even necessarily that brand you have to comment on, but the process that you went through with the agency and your uh, your team. How did you go about making that selection? And was there a standard process or did you guys kind of make it up as you go along? Can you shed some light on that to maybe help other agencies when they're looking? Yeah, it was really, uh, it, it truly was a make it, make it up as you go along. Uh, there are numerous vendors that are out there and we reviewed all of them. Um, had a team of, uh, you know, three, four individuals and we dug into it. Uh, and then from there, what we thought of it, you know, both from a, from capabilities perspective and also from, uh, I'll call it a resource or, or, uh, you know, the depth of the organization to be able to implement it. Uh, more than anything, when you go through something like that, you have to look at what you're trying to achieve within your organization. Uh, and with that, you know, clearly one of the big, uh, friction points, for all uh, agencies, in my opinion, is is you know the application process for uh, our clients or our prospects, and you know how do you streamline that? And you know, so for us, it was you know picking the you know really going through uh, um, evaluating each firm and each solution, and then picking what we thought would be best. Uh, best to work for us. Yeah, that's awesome, Al. Thanks. Um, so, Kurt, how about you? I know you guys are doing some innovative stuff there as well. Um, you know, you're in a mid-sized family agency in North Central Ohio. Um, you know, it's been an established agency that now uh, between you and your dad, you guys are solving the technology issues that um, confront the industry. So tell us a little bit, how do you, how do you, how are you guys going about 2020 and planning for any new technology solutions? Are you, are you still looking, are you bringing other things on or are you pretty much at a point where you're saying, look, we've got what we need to do. We're not opening the door to any additional conversation. We'll look, but we're, we're, we're heads down, plugging forward. What's, what's been your, what's been your approach and your strategy and your plan, Kurt? 
Well, Jeff, the goal is to get to that point, but um, we unfortunately are not anywhere near that. And I, I don't think we will be for a long time. I think as independent agents, we all have a lot to figure out with the technology piece. Um, but uh, to answer your question and piggyback a little bit on what Al said is that, you know, when we look at our tech stack and, and where we need to, you know, implement and revise to take us forward, we really go down to that initial business planning, our yearly planning and setting up goals. So, um, when we set our goals and then we actually drill down to figure out how we're going to meet those goals, we're going to multiple systems, you know, multiple places to pull data and reports to figure out what we really, what numbers we really need to look at and where we need to pull those levers to make, to make changes. And right now with what we currently have, um, there's too many systems. The systems that we do have are too clunky. Uh, I, you know, there's sometimes I'm pulling reports and I don't feel comfortable with those numbers. So what we've really, what we're really looking to do is trying to bring all of these technologies under one roof and make them all speak to each other. And how do we make everything jive to put every interaction and every behavior we have to drill down to how it influences that customer experience? Because um, like, a, like most independent agencies out there, what really drives us and what really where the margin is really at is in the relationship with our customers. So how do we better focus on and serve the relationships with our customers? And it's really bringing everything under one roof. And so that's that's the main reason of why we've committed to be being a uh, neon pilot agent moving forward this year. So it's a huge jump for us. It's um, it's going to be a um, massive change. But the beautiful thing is, is our agency and our goals and our mindset is all in the right place um, to be able to move us forward with that change. So it's uh, it's going to be 2020 is going to be a wild year, but I honestly, I couldn't be more excited for it. I think I, I have a quick question. Let's take it back even, even further and start from step one. So you have your goals in front of you, and this is for anyone that wants to jump in. You've got your goals in front of you. You are, you know, that fourth generation agency that is right on the brink. You realize that you need to start implementing things in your agency. You have no idea where to start. Where do you, so now I pick, okay, I want to use, um, you know, let's use Indio, for example. I, I want to have some sort of uh, eForms platform in my agency. Where do you start? Do you find that you're finding these solutions at events? Do you have platforms online that you're going to and you're asking for people for these things? Are you reaching out to your association? Are you just putting it in Google and saying what solutions are out there? Because obviously that could eat up a ton of your time. So where are you finding these solutions to look at in your agencies? Uh, well, uh, I'll I'll uh, throw some credit over to Ryan Hanley as well because I actually started really uh, drilling down into finding what technologies are going to work best for us at um, an Elevate. And when Elevate came to Cleveland in 2018, that conference literally changed my life and perspective on um, uh, some of the technologies and what we can do uh, moving forward. But it's not just the conferences. I think it's speaking with other agents, um, uh, working within my network that I've developed with OIA. I've, I've learned a lot just from collaborating with other agents as well. Um, because it's to sit here and, and try and do it independently, looking at every single piece of technology that's out there is just so overwhelming. So it's been it's been good to know kind of what what's working for um, agents that look like ours and 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 you know colleagues that I have in the business. Good deal. Um, Jonathan, how about you? Let's bring you in on this. Where, um, you know, again, you guys are similarly situated. I mean, you're a mid to large size agency in Southwest Ohio with now multiple locations in, in another state. Um, you're, uh, you know, established agency and growing. So, what do you, I, I know you guys have, you have a number of technology solutions in your stack that are, that are helping these growth. What are you, uh, what are you guys doing about this year? Like, how do you do your annual planning around technology implementation? Do you pick one? Do you, do you, is it just heads down focused on execution? What do you, what, how do you kind of approach it? 
Yeah. Well, I think, uh, like everybody has said, there, there's so much choice out there and, and there's so much change. Um, and so one of the things that we did this, um, this year that I think was really critical was we did promote uh, a position of uh, director of client experience at digital operations. Um, Deb Welsh has been our director of digital for almost two years, um, but just the interrelation of customer experience, the account management team, and really taking ownership is needing some dedicated horsepower um, toward um, focus in these areas. And I, I look at technology today, it's, you know, it's a lot like eating the elephant one bite at a time, um, you know, just taking step by step um, on how do we implement these technologies because they are easy to buy and hard to implement. And one of the things that we've really grown to have a ton of challenge with is most of these technologies have really, really poor training and how-to reference like guides. And so that's been our biggest challenge is it's you're almost at your the mercy of figuring it out yourself. Um, and so really t- trying to create that how-to guide and just going into it with an open mind um, has made it a lot better because we've really struggled with getting that from the actual, and maybe it's just too new. They don't know themselves. Um, and then what we found, um, it being a, you know, small mid-sized agent is, uh, is really finding a, a work group, um, and a champion has been, um, both, uh, good and been challenging as well. Uh, what I do like about having a champion is you start to see leadership qualities of people that can step up, um, take ownership. Um, uh, one of our uh, frontline account managers leads the NDO team. Um, and so it's been great to see how she, um, steps up and leads groups of people because she's not in a management role. Um, but you can start seeing attributes for the future, which has been, which has been fun and good. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, this is, uh, I mean, this is why we're doing this is there's, you know, three agencies with some very similar approaches to how you're going about implementing, executing and, and onboarding technology solutions and leveraging those. And then three pretty, pretty unique and diverse um, views and, and engagement points. So, so um, Ryan, jump in, man. You, uh, Kurt, made a little reference to to what you put together in your previous life with TrustedChoice.com and Agency Nation. Um, and so I, I'd love to hear you jump in. You're building an agency from the ground up. Um, and, and so everyone else on the line is in a very well-established agency with um, significant uh, business. Um, and so they're you know, focused on enhancing the customer experience from where they are, not, ver- not you know, where you are today, which is, you know, I'm assuming um, you maybe haven't written a single policy yet, or maybe you hadn't earlier in the year. I'm sure you've written a ton now because you've had, you know, you've been licensed for a couple of weeks and you've got some carriers. But share with us, um, you really piqued a lot of interest in the uh, IA community with that LinkedIn post about the technology stack that you're developing and your approach to it. So, um, would love to hear a little bit about your thoughts on how you're planning, how you're going about doing this, and if there's any similarities to what you've already heard, or if it's, um, you know, you're just, you're, you're, you're cutting the, the path on your own. Yeah, well, first, I just want to say thanks for being part of this, and uh, thanks for the shout out, Kurt. Uh, um, I... So I decided to take this, I I have wanted to start my own agency for about three years, basically since like my agency nation days came to an end and I twice took, we'll call it safer money um, in exchange for actually launching uh, my own agency. That all being said, the name that I was going to launch with three years ago was terrible and I'm much more happy (laughs) with the name of the agency that I chose this time. So maybe it was a blessing. Um, But, uh, you know, what I've been building over the last 10 years is a a belief structure um, in, in how and how an agency and how I believe an agency can deliver max value to a client set, not right or wrong. Just I've dealt with, I've interacted with thousands upon thousands of agency owners and, and experts and uh, former agents and, and, and association uh, professionals and consultants. And um, I've tried to boil all that down into, into what could work um, for me and for my agency. 
And um, though, unfortunately, I haven't written a policy yet because I'm uh, I'm still in the New York State, you know, licensing paperwork trail of of like frustration and death um that should i should get back you know my you're good to go any day now and then it'll be off to the races but um i it to, to add some value to the to the community um the reason that i wrote that post um which really said i'm sorry agency owners and agents, I never truly understood how difficult building a tech stack was. I mean, that was really the point was like, I'm in it full force, right? Like how much technology do I start with? Do I bring on a full blown agency management system? Do I use a Google sheet? Do I invest in CRM, you know, like, um, sales, and marketing implementation software, like, uh, like a pipe drive or, or do I just, you know, use, uh, like, a, a marketing automation tool, like active campaign, or do I get something industry specific or, um, you know, like all these questions, uh, are kind of thrown at you at one time. And, and though I've thought a lot about them and I, and I know kind of where in a general sense, I want to go when you actually get to the point of piecing them all together, um, as, as I've heard a thousand times and just never could truly empathize with until I was spending my own money on the tools. Um, it's really, really difficult because there's no right, there's no right choice. There's no best practice choice. And, and that's really kind of what I've come to grips with is that, uh, I used to, I, and I'm, uh, you know, again, I used to, I used to joke, you know, in a, in a, in a nice way that every agency thought of themselves as a unique snowflake. And, um, I used to go and, and I found humor in the fact I was like, how different could all the different operations be? Like I hear it. I've helped the thousand agencies with sales and marketing, but how different could it really be? And having gotten in there, seeing how the tools line up and what I'm trying to do, um, I've realized that at every agency, uh, should consider themselves a unique snowflake that I was wrong in thinking that that was anything other than the way that it should be because um, what you want to achieve is very unique. Who you want to work with your geographic region, uh, what processes a customer experience to prioritize um, where you personally can add value versus having to hire someone or outsource to someone in order to deliver value. Like these there is no common set. And, um, you know, so I think, I think ultimately, you know, what I've tried to do is just make the, keep my, keep my technology stack as small as possible early on and try to use tools that are as open source and easy to connect as possible so that I can be versatile as we go. Um, and, and, and that's really my best guess at what the right answer is at this point. Um, and you know, so that's, that's kind of where I am. Um, I don't know, there's a ton more, but I want to be quiet. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a fascinating place to be, um, in that, again, the diversity of thought and, and opinions on here from the agency leaders is it's wide, it's varying, um, where we've got, you know, I put, uh, I mean, the, all the three that are from Ohio have been at this for a while, while Kurt's probably the newest to, you know, agency leadership and ownership. Certainly um, the agency is not new. And yeah, you find yourself in a position where you are building it from ground up. So um, Al, I know you've got to jump off in a couple minutes. And before you do, um, we did want to kind of continue to move through a couple more of these questions and we'll circle back through the themes of what we've already pulled out from your guys' initial responses. But um, Al, is there anything jumping out to you guys and Wickert um, in terms of, you know, those new solutions or a solution that you think is going to help you with customer experience? So you talked about Indio. Sounds like you've made a, a, a pretty firm commitment to move forward with that. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's the goal for 2020 is to add that into your technology stack. Um, 
interesting thing with Indio that they were just acquired by Applied. Um, I believe you guys are a uh, Vertifor AMS 360 operation. I'm not positive about that, but um, kind of interesting to see how Indio will integrate with the other side with the Vertifor products now that they're an Applied owned um, company. So, Al, are there any things out there that, um, you know, on this list, prospecting, sales, rate quote, buying, e-signature, any of that stuff that that's kind of intriguing to you guys that you're looking at in addition to what you're doing with NDO. I think from, from our perspective, the big item, um, and more specifically from my perspective, the big item that's out there is, is the, um, I'll call it the online. Uh, it's not necessarily the experience, but the code experience, um, and streamlining. So if you look at uh, InsureTech and what they're doing, they're taking, they're trying to take a lot of that friction out of that quote process, that front end process. Um, and as an independent agent, that's one area that, um, you know, I, I, I believe still needs a lot of work. I know there's different solutions, rating engines and things like that, uh, that are out there. Um, but it's, that's definitely one that's intriguing for me. And I think needs, um, uh, a solution or needs research from, from our perspective and that we need to address because everybody can pick up the phone. Everybody can send an email. Um, but that easy to use, um, intuitive rating engine for lack of a better term for personal lines or small commercial. Uh, I think there's a gap in there. Uh, and if you look at, you know, the insure tech operations that are out there and, and the growth that they have, it's, you know, it's easy use. It's limited information. Granted, the results aren't there, but they're definitely taking some market share. And it's, it's an area that, that we're looking at for 2020, not that we'll necessarily implement it, but it's definitely something of, of concern and interest. Okay. Good deal, Al. Um, how about you, Kurt? Is there anything else? I know you guys have got a big project, obviously, underway with Neon. So I don't know with, with that kind of endeavor, I don't know that, you know, you, you can fit much more in, in the, you know, in the cylinder. But um, are there other things like, you know, Al's talking about the online, um, you know, um, you know, quoting uh, platform for personal lines in, in, in small commercial. Is there anything like that that you guys are intrigued by or looking at? Or is it, again, are you kind of in a position where you're, 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 your head's down, focus on implementing, um, you know, NEON? Um, yeah, so even with NEON, we're currently looking at some different uh, technologies that we can pair with it that already currently exist. So um, with the uh, with the rating side that is currently out there, we're, we're really looking at the capabilities that Tamrica has right now. Um, what they're doing with small commercial and commercial rating is, is pretty intriguing. They're actually we're actually seeing some new carriers start to adopt and and sign on with them, and they're they're gaining some traction. So, um, I believe they're going to be uh, a big player in the the small business commercial rating moving forward. And um, I've, I've I've met the owner of their company. He's a very forward thinking um, individual, and I think. I think they're poised for big things in the future, so I'm excited about that. But I mean, from a from a personal perspective, we currently use Easy Links. I'm not sure how that's going to fit with um, you know with Neon moving forward, but it kind of it kind of is what it is at that point. But we're trying to get away from we're trying to get away from using multiple engines for um, for for commercial or for personal quoting, I mean, the double entry is pretty much the bane of the in, of, of the independent agent when you have so many systems and trying to get one thing done at once. So Neon is also trying to solve that, and it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be easy, but it's, it's on our radar. But, yep. Kurt, I just thought uh, Tarmica is the one tool that I have, like, signed up with. It's going to be the commercial storefront. And um, when I did that, they also announced that, and I think by the end of Q1 or early Q2, they're going to have personal lines rating too. So in one engine, beautiful, be able to side by side personal and commercial, which is kind of exciting. That's huge. I mean, that's a game changer. Hey guys, it's good you're bringing this up because at, here at OIA, uh, we are working on some insure tech showcases that'll be upcoming and names that you're throwing out like Regav. I have a good relationship with Regav at Tarmica. You've got Simsi, that's another uh, platform that's similar. 
we're working on a few of these brands to start to bring them to the forefront of agency members so we can expose in a more catered way, uh, asking the questions that matter most to agencies uh, around measurement and how the tools produce. So th that'll be upcoming, but it's good to hear some of that feedback already coming early because some of these brands that you mentioned, agencies haven't heard of because they see the uh, unicorns in the news that are getting all of the acclaim and investment, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to turn out right for the agencies and their needs right now. Right. So I hear this conversation already bubbling up around some of these solutions providers. More to come on that. You know, Jason, as soon as I see a, what, an insure tag get bought by someone who's significantly larger than me, personally, it's an enormous turnoff for me. I, I just, that seems to be like case in point number one for the downfall of that tool. And I hope that that's not the case for some of these because it, obviously consolidation is going to be important, but it just feels like every time a tool becomes exciting, it ends up getting bought and then destroyed. And I'm, it just is a really, it's a very, um, it's a, a worrisome trend uh, and something that I try to keep my eye on and, and have been w keeping way closer eye on now that, you know, these decisions, you know, some of these decisions are impacting my direct business. Yeah. And I, I, I hear that sentiment a lot, Ryan, and I can't argue it. Um, and what's interesting about some of these brands that have already been brought up and you guys know firsthand is the conversation's different and they're not speaking first about how they need to be the next billion dollar organization they're discussing and trying to go deep with specific agency groups or agents, individual agencies on how they can provide more value and the integrations that are necessary. And when you're talking about companies that are starting to work together because they're admitting and letting the ego drop that I can only start and stop here and I need bookends, that's where the conversation gets interesting. And I think that partners like OIA and this group can start to expose those solutions that are necessary for agents. So this is good. So Jonathan, you wanna jump in? Is there anything else out there that you guys are looking at right now? Um, anything that piques your curiosity that uh, you've, you've picked up um, through your network or through um, other engagements? Um, I, you know, I know you guys, again, you've already got a pretty advanced uh, technology platform within your, within Source. So I'm not sure if there's more room for other stuff, but it, it, you know, there's so much coming at us that it always feels like, you know, we're at least listening. Anything, anything on your guys' horizon? Yeah, I mean, we're um, it's been around for a little bit, but um, our real focus with all that we've bitten off in the last couple of years is is um, you know is really focused on anything that will direct connect um, or we can connect either way um, rel with relative ease to Epic. So we're, we're just a big believer in the applied Epic system. And, and, and I know there's Vertifor agents and, and they're all good for what they are, but just really focusing in on what technology allows us to maximize the impact of that database. And then, um, so the the two things that we're um, we just uh, bringing on this year is um, a policy checking tool um, to help our account management team, which is finally at a point where um, it gives you a um, good data to that's easily simplified um, to where we can we can actually I think add some better. That it's been amazing how many policies have been changed at our carrier level that we were never given um, notice of those changes. Um, and not just limits and deductibles, those are easy, but the actual policy language um, and, and diving deeper into that, I think, is uh, is really critical. Um, and then also Blue Butler, um, which has been around for a number of years, um, but is, um, you know, connecting our telephone system to the applied um, EPIC Um and what I like about it is, one, it does record uh, the conversations for training, uh, but it also documents success um, and rates things. So if we see that, uh, you know, there's a one of our account managers or client relations manager um, has sold 12 cyber liability policies this month, and these other ones have sold none or one or two, um, we can start saying, what are, what are they asking? How are they doing this? Um, and so it's amazing data. Um, that comes in a very easy dashboard. Um, so Blue Butler is one that we'll, we'll definitely be implementing um, this year. 
And Jonathan, as you go about that, is that where you're having your director of client experience really lead that effort? Like, is is that um, role the one who's responsible for managing the implementation of that project throughout the agency? Absolutely, absolutely, and then it does tie to marketing um, because there there is a marketing module that can be attached to Blue Butler, so there will be other people. But yes, the, that that is. Um, that role's responsibility of getting it implemented and getting it into um, into everybody's operation. Okay, Jeff, I think I think what Jonathan's bringing up is also important, and I think we forget about these particular technologies that are in the background, like Blue Butler, that are driving the efficiency of your operation. And SureTech is always quantified more with that sexy next up and coming startup. But you've got these companies in the background providing technology in the insurance space that are around your phone systems. And we need to suss out more of that conversation, too, as we march forward with the members of this group and the larger OIA initiative because of the fact that there are a lot of technologies we may not know about or some initiatives going on that are driving in-house operations that are just as formidable on the technology front that need to be considered in this A to Z process and ecosystem. So Jonathan and everyone on this call, if you can start to bring to light some of those that you may shy away from because it doesn't sound like the next insure tech, it's technology driving the success of the agency. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, um, jump in here. What? Uh, so in your initial search, you, you mentioned a couple of the things you wrote about it. Um, what do you, you know, what else are you intrigued by? What do you, what do you see as absolutely critical in addition to, again, the, the solutions you're searching for or thinking about, but in 2020, as you build this, what's, what's a must have? Um, you know, that's a really interesting question that I don't know there's an exact answer to. Like, must have really depends on how you're going to deliver your service. I, I actually, before I answer that, I have one question. Jonathan, is is the policy checking tool, is that Risk Genius? Are you using Risk Genius for that? Um, I will have to get back to you on the exact name. I know it was also acquired by Applied. Oh, okay. um, and now it's, now it's fully integrated in the Applied system, which is what made it a, okay. uh, a little yeah. more attractive to us. So it's not yeah. risky. I actually know what companies that's cool. I, that's that to me, that software, um, risk genius is another company that does something similar to that and analyzing policies, making sure that carriers that update forms, um, uh, that there's no gaps based on form updates and stuff like that. That's, I mean, not at where I am, not at where I am currently, is it even in the realm of something that is necessary or that I should even be thinking about. But like when I take my that hat off and just think from like where I used to come from as more of a consultant, like that to me seems incredibly important, especially as, as your book of business gets very broad and the opportunities to cross sell, upsell, and really take business as a true value provider from other, um, from other places. Uh, that feels really important. I was just interested because I know I was talking to Risk Genius a couple of days ago, and I think that their yeah. founder is very intelligent. Um, okay, so to answer your question, Jeff, uh, for me, um, I've done a lot of thought experiments and in in trying to figure out like what's necessary, what's not. I've talked to so many agents, so many uh, different experts in our space to, and and one thing I'll say coming back to the industry after being away for nine months, I guess you could say is like, um, it, it is amazing to me how giving and selfless the people of this industry are um, and the willingness to share time and insights. And actually after this call, I have an agency owner who's a, who's a, a friend of mine who's just like, I'll, you know, for an hour, he's like, I'll just show you everything that we do. And I mean, that's just incredible for someone to do that. Um, so that's been very nice. To that extent, for me, it's been, how am I going to quote the business? How am I going to manage the sales? And where am I going to keep the policies that I actually write? I have had conversations on both sides of the fence as to whether or not uh, a scratch agency, and there's a difference between a startup and a scratch, right? I am scratch. I'm self-funding it. I'm using you know, I'm not taking investment capital and I probably won't go get 
any additional capital and for the at least six to 12 months, I'm going to get up off the ground, get revenue coming in and find out all the places where the process is broken before I start to throw fuel on the fire. I don't want to go balls to the wall um, and just waste money because there's things that I could have fixed, you know, using my own cash. So um, to that extent, the conversation of if I even need an agency management system is something I've, I've had. I have met very smart people on both sides of the fence, surprisingly, right? It surprised me how many people, uh, now again, I think there's a certain size at which it's not even a question, but decent sized agencies, $2 million agencies, one and a half million dollar agencies in revenue who do not use agency management systems or use them nothing more than to just capture download. That's all they're using them for. They're using other tools, um, marketing suites, uh, everything from Zoho to HubSpot to, um, to Salesforce tools and, uh, or Salesforce integrated tools, I guess you could say that to, to really focus on, um, sales marketing and comms after the, after the close, right? So retention based touch points and that kind of stuff. Uh, so for me, it's really been, okay, I've, I've kind of decided I'm going to use carrier service centers, at least at the beginning, I'm going to leverage those. So in choosing carriers, I want carrier service centers. So I'm solving some problems there. Um, sales and early wins and driving business is incredibly important. Um, otherwise I'm going to run out of money and an agency is not going to exist for very long. So for me, it's been, it's been, I've been focused on what's going to help me drive the most sales and what's going to do that in a way that's efficient. I can't have an enterprise piece of software. Again, I'm working on a budget, a self-funded budget. So, um, what can help me quote the business? What can help me drive business in? And then what can help automate the touch points through to a carrier uh, service center um, when that is necessary? And then where do I need to be in that process in order to establish trust value and to, and to make sure that the policy programs that we're building for our clients are up to the standards that I want Rogue to adhere to? Um, so that really has been bare bones. So it's looking at like tar Tarmica is really one of the few tools that I've dedicated myself to. I'm going to use Indium for market access. Uh, I have a couple of direct appointments over the next couple of weeks, which hopefully I'll have a few of those. I'll get to Indium, uh, which is, you know, uh, Seth is involved in um, right there in Ohio uh, for uh, all other access. And then that tool in the middle is my last real decision that I need. And then I'll either use uh, Varuna or now certs as my agency management system. So depending on what CRM system I decide for managing all this stuff and flow, um, that'll determine whether I use now certs or Varuna um, on the back end. And I don't know how much more I need than that. Then I'll probably use Lightspeed voice for phone. Um, you know, I don't really need much more than that to, to get rocking and rolling and selling policies. Mm -hmm. What's your, what's your timeline, Ryan, for that? So I hope to start, I hope to sell my first policy the first week of February. That's my, that's my launch date. And you'll have not all of these, I'm assuming, but a fair amount of these solutions up and, and, and work in them. Yeah, I certainly will have Tarmica up, you know, the agency management system, maybe if not, I'll just pump the data into Google drive. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be selling a hundred policies in the first week. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there'll be some late nights piecing the technology together, but, uh, at a certain point, I just got to start selling and breaking stuff and then fixing it. That's, that's really my plan. Like I have the, I have the, uh, advantage of that. I am small breaking things I can fix, right? Like it's not, I don't, it's not like all of a sudden, uh, a couple thousand clients are going to be, you know, going to have their whole process flipped up on their head. So if things aren't connecting, if they're not talking, if it's not working, I can quickly fix them, which is why I did not want to take any money or go out and get a loan or whatever. You know, I didn't want to source financing until I had figured out a flow that I think could work. Um, and that's kind of why I'm attacking it in the way that I am. And then once I figure out a flow that I think can work and scale, well, then I'm going to go get money and I'm, and I'm going to, you know, start to grow the thing at pace. But, um, I didn't want to do that until I felt at least, you know, some percentage confident that, 
uh, I was actually providing a so- I mean, look, this, this agency isn't just like, I don't just want this to be a churn and burn non-standard shop. Like that's perfectly fine if that's your business, but that's not what I want to build. So I want to make sure that I'm delivering actual value to my customers that I'm creating the programs that they want, that they have the service they want, that, you know, they're not hitting dead ends in this process. Um, so once I start to feel I'm close to that, uh, then I'll, then I'll go, um, I'll start to accelerate, but you know, for now it's get it together, start selling policies. I mean, dude, I haven't sold a policy in six years. So I have to actually talk to customers on the phone and, you know, make sure all the same, uh, ridiculous stories that I used to tell them, you know, they still, you know, still get them to buy things from me. So there's just a lot of, a lot of this that I still have to figure out. So does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So accountability for technology planning and your technology stack falls to you, obviously, in your situation. Um, Jonathan, from what I'm I'm, I'm understanding about Resource is that it falls to your director of client experience. You've made that investment in your agency and, um, you know, traditionally what would be viewed as a non-revenue generating role, but you've made that commitment to enhance your, you know, customer experience, client engagement. And so that falls there. Kurt, what about you guys? Like when you put the goals together and your plans around technology implementation, who does that fall to? Because you, your agency probably most likely reflects, um, I know in our demographic, again, every agency is unique, but if you just look at demographics in terms of our um, organization, which likely reflects most of the industry of those 36,500 agencies out there across the country, um, of our 1,200, um, your the, 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 the demographics behind um, Trimble insurance are going to most closely reflect those of, of, the lar- of the majority of the agency population. So where's that accountability fall in your guys's um, um, org chart? Um, initially, right off the bat, I'm going to be the one that's going to be managing most of that change and uh, being accountable for uh, what we're doing from a tech and uh, marketing perspective. We have another um, one of our employees who's going to be um, a super user, so to speak, of implementing some of the new, the new tech that we're putting in. Uh, she's um, she's very tech savvy. She's she's uh, got a lot of insurance within the or experience within the insurance industry as well. Um, so we'll we'll kind of tackle that together. But initially, right off the start, it's going to be me. Um, I've seen a you know a lot of other agencies out there succeed with a customer experience manager, with a marketing manager, and I think that's definitely the direction that we want to go because I'm I'm not a marketing guru and. Um, to help us build and develop and implement our brand better within our local community and, and central Ohio is is going to be huge um, moving forward. So um, that's that's where we want to go. Um, I just think we've got to put the initial foundational pieces together before before we get there. But um, if I can if I could hire a marketing manager today um, and make it work, I would. <laughs> Good. All right. So accountability goes to you. Um, you know, it probably every agency owner, every agency leader shares quite a bit of that, uh, which which makes sense. I mean, these are major investments. It's the, uh, you know, it's the um, from a from a um, what we look at the the data that we have and the analysis that we do. It's the single greatest line item that's growing in the expense column of an agency's balance sheet and budget and. Um, you know, we don't expect to see that change. Um, you know, payroll, um, we've started to see it level out in a lot of ways. Um, and it has been pretty, pretty level for a number of years. And so now we're seeing technology is the is the single greatest um, line item in the expense category. And so it makes sense that agency leadership's a little bit more involved um, and in some circumstances directly accountable for the implementation, the strategy and the plan. So um, a couple things as we kind of close out this conversation. Um, 
we've had a lot of discussion and, and some of the things that I picked up from this is, you know, Kurt, your theme was, well, customer experience, just, you know, it, 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 that's the name of the game. It has been for a number of years and it's clearly um, top of mind for the agencies that are involved in this conversation. But Kurt, you really touched on too many systems, too clunky, and you're looking for something under one roof. And there are some solutions that provide that. And, and Jonathan, to what you're putting together, it sounds like um, you may be building that under the applied ethic um, system in a lot of ways that, you know, you might have you might be finding um, the appropriate integration with a lot of your solutions around um, applied epic. But I think, you know, the thing that really sums this conversation up is what Jonathan, you said kind of leading off um, around the, the conversation is that. Technology is easy to buy and hard to implement. And um, it, it takes me to a, another quote or comment that we've heard from one of our agency leaders is that he's never seen a demo that he didn't like. And um, and it's true, like if you think about it, these are salespeople selling to other salespeople. And um, you, know, you get excited, you get intrigued. Most agents are not technologists. They don't, technology is not their background. It's not where they come from. And most don't have um, a director of client experience like John has where they can point to someone who's technologically savvy who can understand the integration components and what it means to the workflow and the potential disruption to an agency. So, um, you know, kind of closing with that theme around easy to buy, hard to implement. Um, I'd love, you know, Jason, maybe you can jump in and share a little bit of, of our thoughts on in terms of what we're trying to do to help agents um, navigate this path in a little bit more of a seamless manner and help them um, stay focused on growing their business in the areas where they can really thrive. I think it's important that we bring to light all of the insurance technology companies that are supporting insurance agencies, but we have to do it in a more standardized format so that we start to hear less and less the comments around, you know, it's, it's clunky. I have to do a lot of this on my own. They don't seem to answer all of my questions, but I get six to 12 months in and then I figure out that aha moment that might be negative or detrimental. And so from our perspective here at the OIA, we are working on uh, building a strategy and coming together with you as the agency to develop that insure tech strategy or whatever we want to call it. It's really putting in solutions that fill gaps, holes, and that have some kind of connectivity. And we don't know what we don't know until we have that business discussion. And every one of you have said that having a business plan put into place helps to define where you need to go next because it becomes objective and it strips all the human emotion and subjectivity out of the discussion with those insure tech providers. And then moving from there, you come up with, well, this is how I'm going to ultimately measure the success of my business. And if you're willing to share that information, which is sometimes uncomfortable, but necessary this day and age to turn the measurements to those solutions providers and say, if you want to qualify to do business with me, this is what you're going to have to try to succeed with me or achieve. And we're going to hold you accountable on a quarterly basis. So going through a measurement plan that you can turn around to each one of these technology companies and say, this is what I'm holding you accountable to. And then ultimately supporting agencies through OIA to vet and select the right vendors for your story. No one agency is the same. And Ryan said it well <laughs> at the beginning of this discussion that you've learned it somewhat the hard way. So have I as a vendor on one side and coming to the other. The thing that always annoyed me most is that what Jeff said, we're all salespeople pitching to salespeople. And we say a lot of cool things, but ultimately there has to be some objectivity in the discussion in order to be able to move your agency along and drive that momentum. And so these are ultimately packages that you see on the screen or plans that we've put together in order to be able to help guide the discussion with InsureTechs, call out all the crap that might be clouding your judgment or the decision, and really getting down to the point where we're gonna hold technology vendors accountable to what you're coming up with as a business and want to drive solutions that make the most sense for you and becoming more objective and, and using data to drive our decision-making on choosing and ultimately staying with these groups. And everybody's somewhere on the roadmap right now, as far as an agency's concerned, 
And we just want to make sure that we can help you get through that threshold. And I think the time is now to really start to enact these plans instead of talking about them like we see a lot in the press. It's really time to put something uh, down on paper and moving forward and holding these technology solutions accountable. So, Kurt, Jonathan, and Ryan, um, any 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 last parting advice or, or wise words for for the for our for our um, audience out there for your colleagues? Um, and Ryan, I do love your point about you know the nature of the sharing community that the uh, that the IA community really is, and that's I think the coolest thing that we see, whether it's through the association or it's just through the broader community, is that. Um, you know, I think every independent, well, not every, but most independent agents out there recognize that there's enough for all of us. We just got to figure out the right way for us to compete in the modern marketplace. And that means that if we're, if we're, if we're um, you know, focused solely on using old tactics to compete against each other and not focused on the lemonades and the hippos and the cover wallet and all the other things that are out there that provide a frictionless experience for uh, an insurance consumer, we're missing out on opportunity and we are we are not skating to where the puck is going so kurt jonathan ryan any any closing comments any thoughts insights that you'd like to share with um, our listeners Uh, this is jonathan i think from my standpoint i mean it to me it's um i mean there's there's a thing that you have to do um something comes up that you know it just becomes a priority um those are probably less often than we probably give them attributed to, <laughs> but, um, but as far as, uh, you know, taking those small bites, what are the two to three things that we need to implement well this year that will have a dramatic effect on our business, um, whether that's our coworkers life and efficiency, um, or our client experience and, and, and really taking smaller bites, um, and moving the ball down the field, I think we'll end up, at least for us, we feel like we can, we can have a, a impact of the future a lot greater than, um, because there's a shiny penny at every turn and, and, the, and with so much energy, uh, which is exciting. Um, you know, I, I spend more of my time just trying to learn and see what's out there. Um, but, um, um, just to see what the future brings, uh, but you have to get um, the team on board to say this is how we're going to execute this particular product this year and do it remarkably well, and then just keep taking bites and bites and bites as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kurt Ryan, anything else to add to that? Yeah, if I'm gonna, you know, if I was gonna uh, just kind of piggyback off Jonathan said, I think, you know, never. <laughs> never purchase a product off a unsolicited um, uh, outreach from an insure tech, you know, show up at conferences, whether it's your, you know, just a local meetup of agents or it's one of the events at OIA or it's uh, another event outside, you know, go to events, bump into agents, listen to what they're saying. I mean, that's how I have learned this. I mean, even when I wasn't, you know, I've only been an actual I don't even, I don't even want to call myself like an agency owner yet. Cause I haven't sold a policy, but like I'm in the path to right? like, but before that, like when I was an agent and the only way that I really learned was listening to other agents experiences with products and what they were trying to do. I think that we get ourselves in trouble when um, like, like so many of us said on here, we get that demo, we get jacked up and then we purchase the product. Um, you know, I really think that there should be a trial by fire uh, through other agents. And, and that's when tools hit scale. And, you know, there's only a small segment of agents that have the capacity and capability to be real trailblazers because there's so much pain involved in that. And if you're not ready for that pain, then listen to what others doing, connect, show up, you know, buy one of those packages that you guys have or whatever, like that kind of stuff is important. And I'm led, I'm leveraging, you know, big I N Y for a lot of stuff too. Um, you know, because you just, you just need it. So, uh, I would just say only be a trailblazer unless you are mentally and your organization is prepared, um, for what that is. Otherwise, you know, play in the vetted tools from your peers. 
So Kurt, close us out. You you are a trailblazer. You know, Ryan talks about it and you've committed to it. Um, OIA is going down that path with you where we've, uh, you know, in full transparency, we've we've um, supported the effort that Cesarem has put together around Project Neon and uh, Be Atomic. And we're, we're on board with that and excited to see 10 agencies, um, five of which uh, are in Ohio and members of the OIA take on this um, you know, new path. And um, so share a little bit, you're a trailblazer. What, what insight and advice do you have as we close this conversation out? Well, I think these, uh, I think these conversations are are special because um, it's really designed and focused um, around the agent who's trying to uh, really deliver a better product and more value to their end customer. I mean, there's a lot of talk of mergers and acquisitions out there, and a lot of agencies are growing that way. But I really think the future of our industry relies on the backs of those agents who are going to deliver and who are going to take the pain and who are going to collaborate in order to create a better customer experience for the end customer. Um, at the end of the day, our customers have the buying power. Whether they buy from us or not really really makes our our businesses, you know, breathe. So my biggest suggestion if, you know, as once this hit the airwaves, if anybody has any any sort of question or you're experiencing some of the same things we're going through in this call, please reach out. I'm an open book. We cannot scale independently. We have to scale together. And I believe that is, it's going to be a big driving force in success of our agency moving forward. Um, the, the ability to be open and willing to learn from others. Um, just as Ryan said, those are, who are willing to take the pain are going to be able to guide those like-minded agents in the future. And I think that is just so critical and so important for those who want to deliver a better product to our customers. So um, I, I, I cannot... I cannot stress how beneficial collaboration has been to me personally and our agency. And I think that's a real key moving forward. Well, with that, with those great words, um, Kurt, Ryan, Jonathan, Al, thank you guys so much for your time, for your insight, for sharing with the, uh, with the OIA and the broader IA community. We greatly appreciate it. Um, these conversations are always um, exciting. We learn so much in them. And I know uh, the agents who are, are going to benefit, who are going to listen to this, are going to benefit greatly because they get to see, um, again, so many cool things that you guys are doing and you're sharing and you're open about that. So thank you for your time. Um, looking forward to uh, engaging again as we as we continue to build out these, um, you know, these conversations. And so with that, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.